You're listening to Reclaiming the Woman in You Beyond Motherhood Podcasts, where you learn how to fall back in love with yourself, get your fire back even after having kids, and feel so confident that you go after your wildest dreams. I'm your host, Camille Busson-Thompson, sex, love, and empowerment coach for mothers. Hey, and this is the last episode of the Simplify and Sexify Your Life in 2020 series. And today I wanted to talk about time and not the relationship we have with the time outside, but the time inside, our inner temple. Yes, I'm talking about our body's rhythm, our cycles. By tuning into our natural tempo as women, our cycle is our internal compass, is our gateway to navigate our lives, our work, but we have somehow lost touch with it. Some of us know, some of us use it, and some of us just don't. And I wanted to talk about that because we see our periods as a burden and To me, it's a gateway to wisdom and power. And if you're not yet thinking this is the case for you, I want to invite you into looking at it differently by learning to observe and listen to our bodies and the variation in our focus, desire, energy, day after day, and our emotions. We can harness the power of our hormones and get our cycle working for us. So I invited today my friend Diane Shibila. She's a massage therapist and a women's well-being therapist, and she works around the womb, and we share a lot of things in common, and I thought she would be the perfect person to have this conversation. Thank you for inviting me, Camille. Um, Yes, I'm a massage therapist uh, specializing in working with women on their fertility journey, so before conception, throughout pregnancy and beyond. And that's really my main focus as a therapist, as well as Lomi Lomi massage, I do that. Mm -hmm. Similar energy, but it works with a full body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm a workshop facilitator and I recently started teaching Lomi Lomi Massage. Oh, yes. I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) And so I wanted to talk with you about how we see our periods um, and how we can shift the perspective we have on our cycle. I mean... Even recently, I was talking to a woman I just met. She was probably in her 50s, and she still had her period, and she not. She was like, I don't like them. She was eager to not have them, mm. which is okay. At some point, maybe you're done with them. And if you're experiencing really painful period, like I have friends that have endometriosis, mm. and that's a real struggle. Mm-hmm. I get it, but there's this general idea that it's a burden for us. Mm-hmm. And it's, in my experience, it's a gateway to power mm-hmm. if you know how to see it, if you know how to use it. Mm-hmm. So I know that you and I are on the same page here and I wanted to bring you so we can talk about that. Mm-hmm. So how did you, I'm curious about how you got into being 
aware of your cycles and how how that happened in your life mm. was it around the fertility or was it just mm, it was around my cycles i sought out a practitioner who is working around cycles mm. my cycles were never irregular but i thought maybe at the time my cycle was a little bit off at the time um And I found this fertility massage practitioner mm. who works with a woman. I said, wow, I never had that. And what is that? And how can she help me? And we talked about many things. And at one point she asked me, where are you in your cycle today? And even though I sought her out for some help, but I had very little awareness mm. I just came across the word fertility massage, womb therapist. Mm -hmm. Let me explore this. And then she asked me, what day are you on in your cycle? And I said, oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, is that really relevant for anything? <laughs> And that is when my life changed from then on, really. I can say that. Mm -hmm. So I had the treatment afterwards. And that brought up a lot of things. For the first time, I really got in touch with my womb on a physical level as well as emotionally connecting to that place in my body. And then just her question, where are you in her cycle? So, uh. And I remember when I left, she said, maybe you want to start tracking your cycle. And I said, how? Well, with a piece of paper and a pen, maybe. And I said, oh just another thing to do nah I don't need that <laughs> and then slowly I understood yeah. why so that was the beginning okay. of a life-changing life event changing. in my yeah. life yeah 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 and before that so you were not so aware and you had been going on like that yeah absolutely yeah. unaware mm. and I changed as a person yeah as a friend I started to become more reliable just by connecting to my cycle okay yeah, yeah. tell us about that so <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's an interesting part well coming when you are just in your autumn phase we probably talk about you probably mention phases a bit more later mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. in my autumn phase so when I just before my bleed during my bleed I'm not necessarily feeling very social mm -hmm. and I need a lot more space in my schedule, a lot more time on my own. Mm. So in the past, when friends would ask, can you join me on that theater visit? Can you meet me for lunch, coffee the next day? Unaware as I was of my cycle, yeah, 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 yeah. I put it all in my calendar mm. and the time came. I said, oh God, I can't do that. I don't feel like it. But now, when these requests come up, I can look ahead, because thankfully my cycle is fairly regular. Mm. I can look ahead and I can say, hmm, that's a week of my summer. Yes, I can meet my friend for lunch. The next day I can go to the theater. I can do it all. Mm. But if it's a week... When I'm in autumn or winter, I pace myself a bit better mm. and say maybe to my friend, can't do that week because I scheduled time off in my calendar mm. for myself. That's so good. 
So good to do that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And how do you use the so the inner seasons and yes, I'll talk more into that. But those are the four phases of a cycle, and we could look at them as seasons. So it's so helpful to understand that as season because there are four of them, mm-hmm. and there's a climax with the ovulation over at the end of summer, peak summer, and then the inner winter is the bleeding time, is the menstruation time. So it really helps to see it. For me, I see it like it's going up and down. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Maybe everybody does that. You have a different mm-hmm. vision of your head. Is it like like that? Or yeah. how do you look at that circle? It's really useful because I'm a bit like you. Like I had no awareness of my cycle. And I felt like it was something that was just, you know, going to happen. My mom never taught us about that. Not even the basics. I have an older sister. So, you know, I, I knew a bit. And to be honest, I was ready because I was maybe 15 when I had my parents. Mm-hmm. So I was one of the latest one. Mm-hmm. And with my friend, we were in the same boat and we were like sort of waiting eagerly to become women <laughs> at that time. For some women, it, it comes at a time where you're not yet ready and it could feel like intense if you're not prepared. I wasn't prepared much by my mother, but it would just happen at the point where I was already having all my friends had them and I wanted them. So it was okay. Uh, but still, you know, mm-hmm. I had I had them and it was just like, oh, okay, okay, I'm going to have to deal with that. I'm going to have that monthly, yes. And now I just love it. I love it so much. The, I love it because I do the same with the spacing in the wintertime, just knowing I'm not going to push myself. Mm. But, you know, to be realistic, we cannot always do that. So sure. I always say, you know, like try to do your best to track your cycle and then find fit the things in your life that you can fit around that Mm. but yes reality is sometimes we have to catch that train that day and we Mm. don't want to carry things and run but yes we'll have to Mm. you've done the minarch ceremony Mm -hmm. can you tell us about that because that Mm -hmm. is something that i i I wish for every girl Mm -hmm. yeah i'm with you coming i wish that for every girl too i have done it when i turned 39 (laughs) Because a bit like you, when I first had my period, there wasn't a celebration. My mom told me the basics, Mm -hmm. but that was about it. And then I got on with it. And then when I turned 39, just before, a couple of years before, I'm blessed to have met my dear friend who does host Menakis. Yeah, so she did it for me. And the change after it was, again, totally a shift in my energies. And the biggest shift, what happened after I had that ceremony, like I'm talking about weeks after, even a couple of months after, to me it felt like the cord, the umbilical cord. Yeah. Um, between me and my mom was finally cut. Mm. Do you catch yourself sometimes, in way, and I love my mom, yeah, mm-hmm. but do you catch yourself sometimes, especially when you do have children, by raising your children, and I'm thinking, oh God, just like my mom. <laughs> or in social situations, yes. I catch myself, oh, just oh, like my yes. mom. And like mm. I said, I love my mom. No, we all love our moms, but we all yeah. like feel like, but oh sometimes shit, I'm, I'm turning into oh, my mom. Yeah, I'm turning into my mom. Yeah, yeah. And some ways, I, 
I think I wouldn't prefer to have like my mom. So, but after the Menach, I don't have these moments anymore, oh. or very, very little. Oh. Yeah, they, they, it, it felt really the ceremony. I stepped into my power, mm. separate from my mom, mm. which is what that initiation with the period on is about, right? Yeah. Yes. It's an initiation into our womanhood. womanhood. Yeah. But that really never happened mm. as a recognition of such. Mm. But then it did. And mm. I had about maybe 10 women I invited along for that. And they were witnessing this. And it was beautiful, yeah. Beautiful. Yes, yes. Oh, um, you're tempting me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, happy to give you the Ooh. details. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But usually this is this is done for um, young girls becoming women, and your friend is doing that a lot for adults. Yes. Or just for adults. Oh, no, she's doing she's it doing for, for teenagers. For teenagers. Yeah. For teenage girls. She has mm. one coming up in March. Mm. Yeah, I think she still has a couple of places available mm. where she invites mom and daughter along mm. and then she works one evening with all the moms together mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's beautiful yeah? yeah and then she works with the daughters the next day and then she brings them all together oh, yeah that's yeah. so good it's the the power of the ritual just to really like put the intention do something this is what we lack in our society yes. and it's so good to bring that back mm. I mean no wonder you felt like you stepped into your own mm. power at 39 yeah at 39 yeah <laughs> it's never too late it's perfect yeah. <laughs> I'm 39 it's a perfect time okay on my plan nine yeah so this is something I really wanted to touch on and also what is it that you would want to tell a woman that is not yet tracking her cycle what you just said about oh i have to do it when you when you first learned about that you were like oh another thing i have to mm. do but actually it's something that could be quite easy mm. or simple i mean yeah you can take a long time to to really track your cycle do it with temperature and yeah all that. It's, you can just journal, right? Yeah. I mean, this isn't it the easiest mm. way? How do you how do you suggest to do it for someone who has no idea where to start? I literally started with a word a day, and some women even simplify that by having like a little code, like a little smiley for a happy day, uh -huh. or like the stickers that I have yeah. for my kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably coming. You know, the simpler the better. Mm. So I literally started with a word, mm. and um, so every day you would write a word, word yeah. that represent how you feel. Or exactly. So at, at the end of the day, at the end uh. of the day, I would place one hand on my heart and one on my womb, and I would really listen in. And I find that in itself is already like a tiny little ritual. Yeah, mm. just to listen in. How am I feeling today? Mm. And from that I recorded uh, on a piece of paper a wheel. Um, it was a wheel which I found really helpful mm -hmm. because then I would 
at the end of my cycle I would put that piece of paper, one piece of paper, in my little folder. I felt quite organized for once. <laughs> and the next cycle I would do the same. And then I started to see a pattern. And um, yeah, that was extremely helpful because I remember back at that time, day 23 was a day where I desperately needed to avoid contact with certain people in my life mm -hmm. for not to have an explosion in emotions. Mm. I'm talking about the father of my son. Mm -hmm. We are separated. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was really helpful and it helped the situation massively. I just knew day 23, just leave all the conversations for another time. Yeah, I, I found that this is a really good uh, method, working with the one word and just like the tuning in mm. and finding how do you feel, you know, checking in. We don't do that often. Mm -hmm. So just starting this way is pretty good because you could just track your cycle and when is my period starting and then this is the beginning of my cycle and that's the easier way to do it. But it's more about how you see mm. those patterns coming up, like how you feel And it's not just about when you have your, your, your periods or when you don't have them. It's about all the other little details. When are you... I found that in my own pattern, and a lot of women experience that as well, in the fall, this is a good time for me to start analyzing things. And I don't like to analyze so much most of the time. But in that moment, I'm really good at just like taking all the things and sort of sorting them out. Mm. You know, doing mm -hmm. the detail things. So if I have things on my to-do list, like, you know, doing some paperwork and calling the tax and all those things that I, I just like, ah, I don't want to do them. But somehow I get to do them in that moment. Mm -hmm. I feel really like good. Like, so I do my list and like, okay, check, check, check. Amazing. And this is the, the one moment in my month where I feel like ready to do that and satisfied from mm. doing it because otherwise uh, there's no interest for me you know? mm. it's like really I know I have to do them but I, I, I procrastinate a lot so uh, it's really helpful to feel how is your energy day by day your focus mm. your mood so trying to work around that mm. how is my energy today how how is my emotion or mood how am I feeling now um, and about my focus as well. Mm -hmm. So I, I use the focus that's very important to me because I'm like some, we know if we're more focused in the morning or in the mm -hmm. evening, you know, some of us are morning people or night elves. And also knowing when is your focus good in your month. So the thing that when you need to create, then you can use that or yes, creating materials, all of that. Women who are lucky enough like us to work from home, to be independent, to be, you know, entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. then we get to, to be able to use that, to use that and make our cycle work for us. Uh, if when I used to go in my, you know, regular corporate job way back, you know, you have no choice. If you have that meeting that day, you have that meeting that day. Yeah. You're not going to pace yourself. You can walk slowly, but you're going to still have to do the things you have to do. So I feel like I feel really lucky that mm -hmm. I get to have the awareness, the knowledge, and to have the freedom to implement it. And still, I don't do it, like, perfectly, because mm. no one does it. <laughs> and But I really wanted to talk about that, because it's such an important topic, and I think that if you're listening and you're not yet 
uh, in tune with your cycle and you feel like it's such a burden, such a pain to have that monthly, you're missing out. You're missing out. And I want to invite you to just like see it maybe differently and see how you can get in touch. It's a bit like with knowing your body, your anatomy, uh, so you can have more pleasure. It's the same. You can light up your life by knowing how to use your cycle, by listening to your body. If you're not already tracking your cycle and if you do look mm. at your cycle as like a burden, like you just said, yep. your cycle is your guide, your inner guide. When I started um, being aware and tracking my cycle, all the self-help books, how do you call them? Yeah, self-help yeah, books? Yeah, self-development books. Yeah, and... pretty much. They yeah. could leave my shelves. I... I didn't need them anymore mm. because my cycle is my inner, inner guide. guide. Yeah. And like I said at the beginning, I work with fertility clients mm. and that is often really difficult when you are on your journey to becoming a mom and then you see your blood months after months. But often then... This is a topic I need to talk even more about mm. because this can be such a spiritual time. The blood, seeing your blood. I know it's hard when you try to not see your blood, mm. Mm. but when you do see it, tune into that time, whether you are on your journey or not to become a mom. But if you tune into that time, oh, there's so much wisdom, right? So you mentioned the seasons, spring, summer, autumn, winter. Once you work with your cycle, every season holds so much magic, right? Yeah. And like you said, you can use it in your business, in your private life, but life becomes much more Magical, Magic. rich, yeah. yes, yeah. Yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah. So, so true. I encourage everybody, every mm. woman who is still menstruating to, to make use of that wonderful time. Yeah, and it's good you, you mentioned that because I also wanted to really make clear that if you're not menstruating anymore, mm. if you're in menopause or you, you know, you're not menstruating it doesn't mean that you cannot tune into cycles because we all are cyclical and we're connected. You just use the moon. You use the moon phases. So I have some women around me that are menopause and they still lack this connection to the cycle. They don't have their, their blood monthly, but they want to keep having this connection and they just decide, okay, my full moon is going to be my summer mm. and my new moon is going to be my winter, mm. my deep winter time. This is when the cycle starts. And so you feel, uh, you, you just follow the moon. Yeah, very true. I have worked with women who haven't got a cycle mm. for whatever reason at the moment, yeah. but not yet in menopause. And just by tuning in into the moon phases coming and finding a rhythm again in their body, starting to get their periods back. Mm, that's so, great. Connecting to nature, right? Connecting yeah. to the moon, connecting to nature. Mm. I love to sometimes uh, recommend a full moon walk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Just like we sunbathe. Yeah. Yeah. 
gaze at the moon and take that energy in and see how it connects with your cycle. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Diane, for coming today. And yes, see you soon. Thank you, Camille. Thank you very much. Bye. <laughs> Bye. And thank you so much for listening in today. If you feel you want to go deeper or you want to feel supported in your journey of reclaiming who you are after children, I work with women and mothers one-on-one -on -one to help them not only get their fire back, but also rediscover who they are to redefine what they want in their life and connect to their passion itself, both in the bedroom and in their lives. I offer free calls, so simply book a call with me and I'd love to hear about you and chat with you about what's going on. Okay, have a wonderful week and talk to you next Friday.